Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and life transformation coach that specializes in helping ambitious women with discovering your passions, romanticizing your money, and unlocking your hidden potential. Here, you've already witnessed my journey along with many special guests, such as multi-six-figure coaches and entrepreneurs and like-minded individuals who decided to dream bigger as soon as they realized that they were meant for so much more. Chances are, if you're here, you know you are too. So what do you say? Are you ready to say yes to yourself? Well, get ready because you're about to move like you've never moved before. Let's tap into the knowing that you were undeniably made for more. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm so pumped to be talking about three mind-blowing ways to upgrade your life starting literally right now. I haven't made this kind of episode in a long time and I feel like it is so important, especially with my healing journey, the ways that I've been really integrating myself into personal development recently working on shadow work, working with my own mindset coach, and I have came back bigger and better than ever. I think we all need those times and those periods where we need to kind of take a great look at ourselves, even if it hurts, even if it sucks, even if there's periods or situations or things and triggers that come up where we're like, this isn't where I want it to be, and we have to hold the space for that to say this is where I want it to be and how am I willing to make that change in order to achieve those results and the experiences and the feelings especially that you're willing to cultivate. So with that being said, I want to dive right into the episode today. I have a few lists here, not lists, but a few bullet points on one list that I want to really nail down with you guys today. I really want this episode to land with you very effectively so that when you get off this podcast so that whether you're at the gym, whether you're driving, drive, I can't talk today, (laughs) whether you're driving or you're at the gym or you're working out or you're on a walk, whatever it is, I want you to really sink down these little shifts that you can honestly make today because you've probably heard them before but you've never really given the time to really process and integrate what they really mean to you and so these are some things that I've been integrating and really putting forth into action myself and reflecting on for me and really coming out bigger and better than ever as previously stated within all areas of my life and this is this is why I want you guys to do the same so with that being said let's start with number one. First one is what is your enough and this is something that we all try to strive for right like we're always like we're never doing enough we don't feel good enough we always feel like you know there's always more to be done We always feel like, especially if you're an overachiever like me, there's like this massive pressure around enoughness. Like, when is it that I'm doing enough? When is it that I have enough? When is it going to be the day where everything is fulfilling and makes sense and I don't have to question anything anymore, where I don't have to work as hard anymore, where it's just this massive like pressure around 
what is enough? And instead of looking at what you have to do or what it is that you have to accomplish or how much money you have to make or what it is that you have to be or do or feel in order to get to this state of enoughness, really start looking at what is your bare minimum, right? You may feel like right now you are settling for a bare minimum point in your life, right? You're settling. And that was one of the biggest things that I was like really not okay with back in the day. Um, I say that like it was so long ago, but there was many points in my life where I was settling. Many points in relationships, in my career, in my health, in my, in my wellness, in my lifestyle. Just so many aspects of my life that I was not fulfilled with. One being, as you guys know, in my career, I was such a career driven individual. And so I would chase all of these jobs and I would get so much more success and I would get more money and I would get the better paying job and I would get my parents approval and I would get everyone around me to say, wow, okay, like she's doing a good job. She's making good money. She has her shit together. But I would still feel so insatiably unfulfilled and I would have this undeniable hunger just never satisfied and it got to a point where I was like you know I've been settling for this bare minimum average lifestyle where I'm working the job and I have a good relationship and I'm taking the vacations and I'm saving my money and I'm thinking about going back to college and like everything on paper should be fulfilling to me but I was still chasing this when is it going to be good enough for me because it never felt like that so I had to get really clear on back then what is enough what is my enough what is the bare minimum that I'm actually willing to settle for because it's not about wherever you are in life you're settling right it's like we have this especially with society and like hustle culture social media and like our parents just everyone around us just constantly asking us when we're going to get a better job, when we're going to make more money, when we're going to do this, when we're going to do that. It's like, when is it enough to just be where we are? And if you truly are not satisfied with the job you're at, the relationship you have, the, the amount of money that you're making, whatever it is, you have to ask yourself firstly, is, are you not satisfied with that? Or is society not satisfied with that? Firstly, right? Secondly, if it's truly you that's not satisfied with the results and the experiences and the lifestyle, the job, the relationships, whatever it is that you're not satisfied with, you get to make a change and ask yourself before you take the leap, what is my enough? What is the bare minimum that I'm willing to settle for because it actually truly makes me happy, because it actually makes me fulfilled? because it actually makes me passionate about the work that I do. It makes me feel loved by the person and the partner that I share my life with. No matter if it, it doesn't have to be this perfect, never ending you know, thing, this massive pressure on yourself to need more, but instead, how can you be more, right? You hear that all of the time and it really comes back to the being around the enoughness while you are settling for a, a, a place in your life that, you know, you are okay with and you can continuously keep growing off of that stable foundation that you don't feel uncomfortable with, right? So that's the first one there. I hope that landed really hard for you. Hope that landed efficiently for you, right? Because we don't ask ourselves that enough. We just think we need to keep chasing this more and more and more and more and more. But and it's not a bad thing to, you know, kind of want more, right? You know, I was at that place where I was quote unquote settling. 
And I really felt like I was made for more, obviously. It's what my whole brain is about. But it was less about needing more. And it was more about how could I be more of the person that I want to be? How could I, you know, really aspire for these things without feeling like I'm not worthy of those things or I'm not capable of those things or other people are going to judge me for wanting those things because they're different, right? Like you are different for a reason and that's why you crave more because you're not like anyone else. So, oh, that just warms my heart just saying that. (laughs) But the second piece here that I want to get to is what is your why? And this is something that coaching really comes into fruition with, right? We can have these goals, we can have these ideas, we can have these, you know, talents and gifts and potential and we can really dream big, right? And we can have these longings and inner knowings and gut pulls into the direction and the bare minimum of what is enough, what is fulfilling, what is something that would really light us up, right? What is something we're willing to actually take, you know, action towards? And when it comes down to it, a lot of us chicken out, a lot of us chicken out. I know a lot of you have definitely not given yourself the time and the space to really sit with that vision, sit with that dream and say, how can I start to get from A to at least be, you know, a lot of the times we think, oh my gosh, like we don't even know all of the steps. We don't know how to even get from A to Z. And so we put this massive pressure on ourselves in order to be, do, have, think, and all of these things, right? In order to even just barely get to plan B or not plan B, but the next move, the next step that is uh, required of us. Because the thing is, when we put this initiation, this quote this uh, desire into the universe right god hears it god sees it he says okay i see you want to be a self-published author i see you want to work a better job i see you want to be more creative i see you want to work for yourself Uh, i'm just talking in a career aspect right or oh i see you want a guy that actually prioritizes romance oh i see you want a girl that never leaves you oh i see you want a typical housewife i see you want to get married you want somebody that values marriage and kids and blah 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 right like you put all of these desires and you're praying and you're manifesting and you're kind of maybe getting into this like new journey of self-discovery and you're like god like i just want xyz god i just want to make 5k months god i just want uh to be successful doing what i love god i just want you know to find a man that is just as spiritual as me like i don't know right like you put these desires i'm just putting out examples here you put these desires out and then if it doesn't happen for you right away you get stuck on oh my gosh like why like you feel like you're not worthy of this of the desires and you go back to settling for a bare minimum that was never satisfying or fulfilling to you in the first place and so we need to realize that when we start having these desires and we start having these these pulls this intuitive knowing around what it is that we truly deserve and we truly desire it is a calling it is an inner knowing it is already meant for you and so you get to decide you get to create the why around why it is that you deserve it because it's not your parents it's not the relationship that's failing it's not your friends it's not your boss it's not anyone around you that can really dictate that for you it's really you because they don't know your vision they don't know what you want you can communicate it to them many times but they are not you 
They are not you. They don't have your ideas. They don't have your goals. And probably 90% of them have their own goals that they may or may not have, you know, given up for a long time ago. And so you need to stop looking at other people to validate your desires, to see you as the person who has those desires, because you are the only person that can do that. You are the only person that can truly say, this is why I deserve it. And it can simply just be a reason of, I am enough for this. You don't need all of this money, all of the validation. You don't need other people to see you or accept you or validate you for what it is that you choose to be your life right now, for what it is that you choose to receive love right now, for what it is that you choose to be, for what it is that you choose to normalize moving forward, right? For example, Something that I've worked with on my own relationship recently with my own boyfriend who I just reached four years with, which is insane because I never thought in a million years that I would ever really find anybody that could I, I could be with long term. And I, I don't know if it's just like the relationships in society. I went through so many heartbreaks before I met this man and truly... It, is, it had taken me a long time to really see how grateful I was for him because it is so easy to nitpick your partners for the reasons why they're not seeing you to the, this, the levels that you wish to see yourself, right? And so a lot of the times when I would hit a plateau in my business or I felt unworthy or I felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't doing enough and I really needed that extra love, I really needed that extra comfort, I would put this massive pressure on him this, these massive expectations for him to meet not because I didn't love him not because I didn't feel loved but because I was lacking that love for myself and it took me a while to realize what it is that I truly wanted in a relationship even while I was in a relationship with somebody that I loved and that I know loved me and I had to really set the bar for myself and say, what is my bare minimum requirements in a relationship that I don't feel like I need to, you know, ask you too much of and vice versa, right? Like we need to be on the same page. What are things that are non-negotiables for you in a relationship that in order for you to feel love, in order for you to thrive, in order for you to be the best version of you also to give and receive back to your partner right like you get to understand what makes you the best version of you because your partner is a mirror of that and so what are non-negotiables that you require in a relationship in order to thrive in order to be the best you possible and that you both can come together and be on the same page there is no awkward i'm doing better than the other person there is no weird a lot like disconnection or weird unalignment where one of you is putting in all the effort and the other person is just kind of there, right? Like there is no, oh my gosh, like I do all of these things for my partner, but I feel like they don't do enough for me, right? Like how can you really start to communicate that so that they value your worth, they value what you need in order for you to feel like everyone's on the same page, you're not settling, and you're also not just running away from the situation and sabotaging the relationship from becoming what you want it to be, right? Because we live in a, a, a culture now where 
you know, especially women, and I think uh, relationships in general, they're not willing to really put in the work. They're not, they're not willing to really communicate their needs. It's always like a me, me, pity me situation. So as obviously I could speak from experience, like there's been many points in my own relationships where I've had to communicate my needs and I've had to be like, hey, like this isn't happening. And if, if we want to continue being strong together and if if you really you know value me as somebody in your life that you want to spend the rest of your life with then like this is what I need like this is what I require you to respect in order for me to be the best version of me possible because why would you want someone why would you want me to be less happy why would you want me to be like a, a mediocre version of myself. I want us both to thrive. I want us both to reach our highest potential. I want us both to achieve our goals. And I want us both to complement that part of ourselves, right? So that's just number two there. I wanted to really tie this back to what is your why? And so I've realized recently my why for even starting a business, my why for changing my life, my why for quitting my nine to five jobs or my corporate jobs at least, you know, what is my why for becoming different? What is my why for having a a quote unquote higher standard than where I was two years ago that I wasn't fulfilled with, right? And that in itself was because I truly was made for more because I truly felt like I was at a chapter in my life that I was constantly rewriting over and over and over again, expecting a different ending, and it didn't work out. It was never good enough for me. And so now that I got to get to this level of, okay, this is good enough for me. I can work for myself. I can change people's lives. I can make an impact. I can be more confident. I can love my body. I can make more money. I could feel better with money too, like financially. I could take trips. I could experience financial freedom. Like, And I also get to fulfill that human desire within me that always craved connection and community and inspiring people to become the best version of themselves as well. And so that was an absolute non-negotiable for me. So even then with all of that dreaming and all those goals and all of those aspirations and that that ambition i had to continuously maintain that why because there's many times that you're gonna fall short you're gonna pivot you're gonna have challenges you're going to doubt yourself you're going to sabotage many opportunities because you don't feel worthy or you feel like you have to do more or you feel like other people won't accept you for those dreams There's so much that ties into, you know, not just having a why, but that is the initial anchor that that continuously pulls you back to yourself because you get to define who that person is. You get to define who you are, not society, not what they accept you for, not what they validate you for. And that is why it is so important when you want to change your life that you need to not only have a vision, but you need to have a why are you why are you enough for it? Why is that what you want? And why are you willing to bet your whole life on it? Because, because of X, right? And it doesn't have to be this extraordinary reason, but it could be just that you, you decide that you get to be extraordinary, right? The last take here that I want to get across to kind of wrap up this episode quickly is just a few key words here because those two of having a vision and having a why are the first few things that we get to talk about in my one-to-one coaching framework that is like pretty much like the basis of it 
because without these few key words that I'm about to mention here that are very obviously crucial to your growth and your development and your clarity and your guidance and the step-by-step -step framework that I do teach is really tied into A, boundaries, consistency, commitment right? Like all of these, I, these all kind of sound masculine and I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's very true that, you know, not only do we need to know your why and we need to know the vision. That is like the first, I want to say like the first half of, you know, the coaching programs that I teach a lot of my one-to-one -one clients, but you know, first getting the clarity and then knowing what your vision is, knowing, knowing what it is that you truly desire and then framing a why around it finding your purpose that anchors you into alignment with the desires so that they can come easily, right? But a lot of the times, you know, even when the universe and God hears you and is working out everything in your favor, of course, it needs you to take aligned action. It needs you to release all those limiting beliefs. It needs you to stand your ground. It needs you to trust in greater, right? It needs you to take that next move, that bold step, and with that takes boundaries, right? And so let's let's talk a little bit about boundaries here. A lot of the times boundaries gets thrown around. I feel like a lot of these words get thrown around, not, not even only in the coaching industry, but in general. I know that I've worked a lot on boundaries, but there's so many different types of boundaries. One, there's time boundaries. Two, there's emotional boundaries. And three, there's also like energetic boundaries, I wanna say. So the first thing being time boundaries, as you can say, it's very self-explanatory here. We have time boundaries. A lot of people lack time or they feel like they're running out of time. They feel like they don't have enough time in the day. They feel like, you know, they can't ever catch up to whatever it is that need they need to start doing, right? And this is just having poor time management, right? And so how can you really start maybe time blocking certain areas of your day so that you can focus on your goal, so that you can reflect, so that you can take time for you, right? And realize that this is probably like a small thing, but it's, it's, it's actually, you know what they say, like little things go a long way. And so how can you start to really move towards your vision? How can you start to manifest? How can you start to trust in yourself if you don't set in proper time boundaries to hold yourself accountable to put in the work, to put in the effort, to put in the time to grow as an individual, right? Whether that means, like I said, taking time to self-reflect, work out, eat healthy, and, you know, maybe work less hours, maybe, you know, take more time for yourself, go outside, journal, read, listen to a podcast, like time boundaries are so important. A lot of the times we like to people please and just give away all of our energy to our job and overwork because we're afraid our boss is gonna yell at us or we overwork because a lot of the times we don't even know what to do with ourselves when we're sitting here and we're not quote unquote doing anything, right? Because we're so wired to be productive. We're so wired to overwork. We're so wired to, you know, if we wanna go out and do things, let's go out with the friends that make us drink and smoke and, and talk gossip all day long, right? But like, how can we stop? That's a little bit also a part of um energetic boundaries, but that's a huge one, right? Like time boundaries is really underrated and that requires you to really take a good look at your schedule and start scheduling the things that bring you the most fulfillment, right? 
So that's number one keyword. And we're going to talk about emotional boundaries here. And it kind of ties into energetic boundaries. But I like to think energetic boundaries are more relationships. But emotional boundaries was one of the hardest, hardest things that I had to overcome, right? Because I have a past, my whole upbringing, my entire childhood, it was emotionally dysregulated to like, like 18. I was an emotional wreck. I did not know how to handle my emotions. I took a lot of my emotions out on other people. I took a, took them out on me. I blamed myself. I was in this pity party. I was, I, I experienced a lot of depression when I was a teenager. And so a lot of those unresolved emotions that were just kind of plastered everywhere and that I kind of internalized after a while when a lot of the people around me didn't you know, accept me for it. And I, I had experienced a lot of abandonment. I had experienced a lot of people leaving me because they couldn't deal with how, you know, depressed I was or how emotional dysregulated I was or how much I was in this just like pit of this emotional turmoil. I hate to sound like that, but I'm hoping you guys can resonate here that, you know, I didn't have this bubbly, high school, popular chick. I didn't have the world when I was a kid. I felt like I was very alone most of my life. And just that fear of abandonment, that fear of never being good enough, that fear of never making it one day, you know, fear of, you know, is this all that there is? I felt like, you know, even when I was experiencing a really dark depression back then and having a lot of suicidal thoughts even, you know, not to get dark, but that was a huge, like in high school, I felt like I was very unseen. I was very misheard. I was very invisible. And so even just trying to like reach out for help was extremely difficult. And trying to navigate the world by myself, trying to recover from all of those years of emotional dysregulation um, and emotional immaturity you would say, because obviously I wasn't intelligent or in tune with my emotions. I was just trying to run from them and I was trying to force them down. I was trying to repress them all of those years. Eventually, you know, it came to a point where going on this personal development journey, you know, I hadn't cried in years. It was like in my twenties, I just like kind of like masked it with, frustration and work stress and being stuck and feeling like you know I was in running in circles with myself and just this constant cycle of of lack and frustration and anger and resentment and bitterness and regret and a lot of shame a lot of shame and all of that came up for me just this last year um, especially starting a business you know obviously there's there's been so much abundant moments and so much to be grateful for, but there was a lot of emotional like triggers for me towards when I had reached success and I'd reached this massive up level and I didn't have boundaries. I did not have emotional boundaries when it came to how I was willing to perceive my emotions, how I was able to look at my emotions because we all just want the, these happy emotions, right? We want to just feel good and we want to feel all of the high vibrational emotions. But when it comes to the bad or the quote unquote negative ones that make us out, that make us feel like, you know, we're doing something wrong or, you know, the good ones 
aren't or like temporary right like I know that was a big one for me which ideally just as the good ones can be temporary so are the bad ones but before I go into that I I, as you can tell I can make a whole podcast episode on just emotional fucking boundaries apparently (laughs) but it's so true um I had to do a lot of work around emotional boundaries and I say that and it's so true because if you are not in tune with your emotions and if you don't know how to truly look at your emotions as just energy and motion, which is a huge thing, right? When it's, it ties into energetic boundaries, you know, a lot of the people you surround yourself with, a lot of the ways that you are, you know, initiating and acting with better energy, right? What are the things that you are pouring your cup with every morning that are giving you the energy to act and empower and inspire and to feel good for the rest of your day? What are the stories? What are the examples? Who are the people? What are their what is their energy like towards the things that you want? And really getting a good, clear observation on sometimes, you know, definitely putting in those boundaries emotionally and putting them in energetically makes a massive difference a massive impact on your growth it really does and a good few tips that we can discuss here on how to start doing this is to communicate communicate your words but from a place of knowing you're not trying to hurt other people's feelings obviously and I think we we fear that a lot like in order to be like the best version of ourselves, we need to like cut people off. And sometimes that may be the case, but in other ways, it could be just simply saying, hey, I would really appreciate if you heard me out on this. I would really appreciate if you, you know, complimented me on this. I'd really appreciate if, you know, like coming from a place of love and coming from a place of I appreciate you. Coming from a place of I just want to be supported. Right. And maybe these people are not the best to support you, but you know that like intuitively. Right. I'm talking about the people like say like your your long term partner. Right. There was many times in my relationship where I felt like I was trying to be better and I was trying to work on myself and me saying, hey, I would really appreciate if you took time to be here for me. I would really appreciate if I had you to go to. A lot of the times we feel like when other people aren't on this journey with us or maybe they are and they're listening, they're supportive, but they're not truly doing that work that you're doing, you can kind of feel like you can't go to them, right? And so obviously there was a huge misconception with like me at one point with my relationship feeling like if my boyfriend's not doing all this spiritual inner work that I can't talk to him about these things. And so I had to have a few conversations and say, hey... You know, I know you don't necessarily, like, I don't want to say resignate, but, you know, you haven't gone through this massive, like, spiritual development, but I would like to you to have, I would like for you to have an open heart, and I would like for you to have an open ear, because I want to feel seen, and I want to feel heard, and if that person truly loves you, and that person truly cares about you, I promise you that they will, right? And we get to, you know, judge their active character on that. If there's somebody that, you know, we don't feel safe, like being our most aligned selves with, we get to be the the main character and the judge for that, right? You know, you get to decide what other qualities about them do you truly admire? How do they help you in other aspects of your life? Uh, what, What is it that they truly bring benefit to you in your life? And are you willing, is that enough? 
for you to be truly fulfilled, right? And that's a big question. A lot of the times we just think, oh, if they're not on the same journey with us, if they're not doing exactly A, B, C, D, the whole alphabet that we're doing, you know, if they're not doing all of this inner work, you know, how am I supposed to be with somebody if, you know, they don't really, if if they can't see themselves, how can they really see me? And I think that was a huge question that I debated for a long time. And I think you, a big lesson that I've learned is, you know, you simply standing in your power, you simply saying, hey, like, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to be known for. And standing in that power, standing in alignment, standing in your truth, standing in what makes you feel the most alive and the most empowered, the most confident like that attracts the man of your dreams. Vice versa though, the woman of your dreams, right? You get to you get to observe how they start growing, either growing with you or keeping you stagnant, right? And that's when you get to make a better judge decision around who it is that's meant to be in your life, you know, for you to be the best version of you. So, but I felt like I just kind of wrapped up both of the energetic and the emotional boundaries. So the last thing that I'll say when wrapping this up here is commitment and consistency, right? Like when the vision isn't happening, when or the vision has happened and things are falling off or you're in a pivot or you're experiencing a lot of emotions, right? And, you know, you're you're kind of questioning things. There's going to be so many times you're going to plateau possibly and there's going to be so many times where life does want to test you the universe will test you how bad you really want this vision how bad you really want the business how bad you really want the relationship to work how bad you really want you know this amount of money in order to be financially free how bad you really want you know this aspired vision this dream this goal this idea how bad you really want it and you get to decide you know when life throws you when life throws you an obstacle, when life throws you a roadblock, when life throws you a test, when life throws you a limiting belief, when life throws you a whirlwind of a roller coaster of emotions, you know, when life, quote unquote, isn't working out in your favor, when, you know, things are not, quote unquote, working out, you get to really sit back and say, what is life trying to teach me? Are you letting that affect you internally? Are you letting that affect your vision, your why, your enough, your bare minimum, are you allowing that to differentiate or throw you off path, right? And so a lot of the times people will, and I can honestly say I've done the same many times. I've been thrown off the path. I've felt like, oh my gosh, I should just give up the business. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've felt many times I, you know, should break up with my relationship. I felt many times where you know, I should just escape or I should be like, you know what, life, I see what you're doing. You're causing me all of this distress. Like, I'm just gonna run away. I'm just gonna like take my shit and leave. I'm just going to start my life all over again. But these are the moments where you get to realize what is life trying to teach you, right? Like, you get to understand, you know, if, if this is just something out of my subconsciousness throwing me a, a curveball you know, making me feel like I don't deserve it or making me feel like it's not happening. You get to decide plain, plain cut and clear right here. Like, do I want it bad enough? Am I willing to, am I willing to see this through? Am I willing to see the bigger picture here? And that 
is purpose. That is you and your power, right? That is consistency. That is seeing through the blindfold. That is seeing through the curtain. That is seeing the bigger outcome beneath the shitty one, right? Because you decide what's your enough. You decide what you're willing to settle for. You decide what gets to come out of this. You decide how worthy you are and what's meant for you, right? And if you already knew that from the get-go, you already put it out to the universe. You already put it out to God. You already put it out into your life. Hey, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. This is what I'm enough for. And life decides to test you. It's not because life doesn't want you to have it. It's because it's testing you to see how bad you really want it. So take that with so much love because that is so many of these lessons. I mean, I felt like this was this episode was covered through so many other really exceptional nuggets here. But this is what I've been learning. This is what I've been reflecting and moving through. And so with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what really landed for you today. And I hope this really changes your life. I hope this really encourages you to keep moving forward and to really get a good clear perspective on what it is that you want this season of your life to be like. Of course, you know, if you want help with that, if you need clarity on that, this is what I'm here for. This is what I love to teach. So I would love for you to DM me. I would love for you to click the link down in the description. Um, Follow me on Instagram. I would love to connect with you and let's get clear on what it is that you want, what it is that you feel meant for, what it is that you are ready to be enough for and what is your bare minimum? What is your why? What is your purpose for having those things, right? Whether it's a career, whether it's your dream life, whether it's a goal that you want to escape your nine to five, whether it's building a business or finding your passions, whatever it is, let's chat. I love to connect with you. But without further ado, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. I do give podcast giveaways. So you will definitely get um, a free clarity session if you share this podcast. So let me know what you guys want for the next future episodes. I truly appreciate you from day one. So thank you guys so much. And I will see you next week.